Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, gang. Happy Tuesday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, Andy Goldstein. Of course, there is only one place we can begin this podcast, and that's, of course, Chelsea and the news that they have sacked a club legend, Super Frankie Lamp. <clears throat> you hear from Harry Redknapp, Jason Cundy. Who? Oh, yeah, yeah, Jason Cundy. Tony Cascarino, Andy Jacobs, Simon Jordan, Katie Fisek's husband, and Darren Goff clashing with a fan on drive. But we start with Jim Fantastic White. Chelsea Football Club have today parted company with head coach Frank Lampard. This has been a very difficult decision and not one that the owner, Abramovich, and the board have taken lightly. People need time. You lose four or five games, it doesn't suddenly make you a bad manager. Surely you've got to have more faith in people than giving them that knee-jerk reaction just a few games. It's a sad day for Chelsea. It's a sad day. You know, it, it hurts because Frank is the greatest Chelsea player ever. He is one of us. He's a fan. He supports the club. He loves the club. As Lampard and Terry lift the Champions League trophy for Chelsea. And it's sad to see Frank be treated like this, but that's football. And that's how Chelsea mm. Football Club is run. There is no sentimentality, and there shouldn't be. And as a Chelsea fan, and a lot of my colleagues will say this as well, we're just sick and tired of watching this. It's, it's sad football. That's the best way to describe it at the moment. It's very sad football. No, I, I just think you're a sport football fan. But I think because Chelsea are that used to winning stuff under Roma Abramovich, as soon as a manager doesn't look he's going to win something, you want him out. Recent results and performances have not met with the club's expectations leaving the club mid-table without any clear path to sustained improvement. I think that's going beyond what you normally hear from football club ownership and actually changes the direction of the statement that Roman Abramovich is making because on one hand he's making it personal about the nature of his respective relationship. On another hand he's doing something that Chelsea have never done before which is spelling it out in black and white as to the reasons why this guy simply does not have the chops. 84 games in a Chelsea club like Chelsea is actually quite a long time. It's quite damning by what he's saying. He gave him longer than he probably would have given others. The brutality of football. Sad news. Every time somebody loses a job, is always sad news. He's a big boy. 
is a strong personality, a strong mentality. I'm pretty sure that he will be back. His career will will be good. Against City and Arsenal, two particularly poor performances. There was a, what I call when a manager sits on his hands, doesn't do anything. He's almost frozen in the dugout. Mm. There was no change of system. Uh, I think they were 3-0 down in both games. There was no change of system, no substitutions. The selections weren't right. The lack of fight and belief against Leicester was poor the other night and Frank Lampard is feeling the pressure now because it's Leicester City 2 Chelsea nil. one way of playing you know that really I'm mean, three at the back last season but nothing this season I just think that some odd decisions not getting the best out of the players just in the end I think it was inevitable we will never know if Frank Lampard would have been successful at Chelsea or not in the long term because they don't yeah. do long term at Chelsea there are positives there are negatives for sure but not enough to make a proper judgement on whether he's a success or a failure. All we know is that Abramovich thought it wouldn't work and he runs the place, so it's up to him. United were in transition for seven years. They're still in transition. Liverpool were in transition for 30 years. If there's any Chelsea fans listening to this, I think it could be quite a long while before we get it right again. So who's going to replace Frankie Breach? I mean, I'm a big fan of the Saturdays. Oh, hold on. Shouldn't that read who's going to replace Frank at the bridge? Anyway, will it be Avram Grant? No, it won't be. It's going to be Thomas Tuchel, the former PSG manager, and Fabrizio Romano and Andy Brassel can tell us more. In this moment, when you sign two important players like Timo Werner and Kai Havertz, they are not performing at their best level or what Chelsea expected when they signed them. During the summer, having a German manager with a big impact on this kind of players, with the right experience also in European clubs like Paris Saint-Germain and Borussia Dortmund, it is so important for Chelsea in this moment to have the control with this kind of manager. Which coach says no to Messi? I mean, come on, <laughs> guys. He can be quite explosive. We know he can fall out with board members. We can know he can fall out with players. But when you appoint a coach of Chelsea, you're not looking at appointing a coach for five years. If they get two good years out of him, Mm. they'll have done pretty well, I think. And in terms of tactics, in terms of developing the players, in terms of being able to switch it up in games, in terms of being able to communicate on a tactical level, he's maybe on a human level not a little bit more clumsy than he should be at times and that's something that's been a repetitive pattern in his jobs at, at Dortmund and, and, and Paris Saint-Germain but tactically he'll be a big step on from, from Lampard and I think that's what they need for now I've had phone calls from Chelsea fans tell me today they want Tuchel to fail because he's not Frank Lampard I have seen comments absolutely disgusting and disgraceful on social media to some of our players who have given out support to Frank Chelsea is not in a good place right now. And don't forget that Chelsea's next two Premier League games against Wolves tomorrow, 6pm, and Burnley on Sunday are both live right here on TalkSport. Spurs beat Wickham to advance to round five of the FA Cup. Will they play Everton? Listen to how it sounded on TalkSport. People will look at the scoreline and think it's by and large what they expected it to be, but it does not begin to tell the story of the game. Wickham won... Tottenham 4. It was not a Wickham that killed a giant, but was a Wickham that gave a big, big fight. And the result was open until minute 85. We are very, very far, but we have to try. You know, we have to try. Of course, the next one is a big one, Everton away. But we have to try. As I was saying, we are not going to give away any any competition, even when we had to play four matches in, in one week. The gap between League One and the Championship is enormous. The the gap between the Championship and the Premiership is even bigger. And I think we can hold our heads up tonight and say 
we took them a long way, 85 minutes, but um, quality came through at the end and, uh, and I think a little bit of fitness as well. But we'll be back, ready for Saturday, Brentford, Championship Survival, that's what I'm focusing on now. How much did Liverpool miss it, Virgil van Dijk right now? And did a Premier League giant turn down the chance to sign him six months before he joined Liverpool? Well, apparently so, according to online QPR striker Super Charlie Austin, who was a teammate of VVDs at Southampton. Anyway, I wonder which club it was. Well, it was Manchester United. Anyway, this is Super Charlie making his TalkSport breakfast debut. The back end of his Southampton career, we was on the bench together at Chelsea away. I sat down and I was like, come on, Virgil, what's going on? Like, Surely Man United must have been in for you. Hmm. Like, massive club in England, etc. He went, do you know what, Chaz? In the summer, they, it was like between me or Lindelof. And what? they signed Lindelof. And I was like, you are joking. See, none of you know, no one knows that. No. Told me that a bit, oh, I couldn't my. believe it. So I was just, look, I was gobsmacked, just the same as you. So did he think at one point he was going to go there? Obviously there was talk in the summer about that he was going to go there and then they've gone and taken Lindelof instead. And There's cars driving off the M62 <laughs> and M6 as we speak. See, I heard he was you're linked with Arsenal as well at one point. Pile-ups all over the north of the country. <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure out. Like, oh, Anyway, don't worry about it. What about when he left Southampton? Because obviously that was pretty awkward wasn't it the, the situation and, and the kind of standoff between club and, and player and agent yeah of course uh, the manager was there Pellegrini at the time and in the summer he was looking to go I remember him getting everybody in pre-season got us all around all everyone on the pitch including Verge and just went just come out there and said look lads Virgil wants to go the club are not allowing him to go he says he's not going to play so he's not going to train with us in front of everybody including Set, Virgil including Virgil what did he do well, he, he was more gobsnacked because no heads up from the manager, nothing. Yeah. He said, right, you're going to go over there and train with the, the physio and the fitness coach. But it was more down the line of stamping his authority, what he had to, what he had to do. Yeah. Albeit he didn't move in the summer. Two days later, the transfer window shut. Verge was, <laughs> Verge was starting again on the Saturday. Yeah. But he apologised to the lads, but the lads was just like, Verge, we understand. You, you were linked with Liverpool. You wanted to go. It's fine by us. But we was happy he was still here because of the quality he brought. Now, you might recall in previous editions of the podcast, Tony Cascarino said this about the Newcastle manager, Steve Bruce. Yeah, I don't think... <clears throat> no, that was me. This is the real audio. I'd like him to resign. I think you're at the wrong football club. You are not going to be successful in any shape or form. Well, we can hear from Brucey himself, ahead of their clash against Leeds tonight on TalkSport, as well as Super Charlie Austin. But first up, this is the former Newcastle striker, Mickey Quinn. If Brucey does resign or go, Eddie, I'll bring him in. And I tell you, with Bournemouth, although they went down, but he kept that Bournemouth team in the Premier League playing decent football. In fact, it, people were critical that when they get relegated, they're playing too much football. He'd be my choice to come in and it'd be, the football would be a bit better. And he knows what it takes to stay in that league. Sheffield United have won a Premier League game for the first time this season. Sheffield United won. Newcastle United nil. It's our turn to have a bad run we'll be okay come the end of the season I always say it's the accumulation of points and last year for example we had a bad run at the start and a bad run right at the finish long way to go we're only halfway there when you think that we won five out of our first 10-11 games you wouldn't think it like he said in his thing in his five or six wins in the 19 games he's got a plan that he's trying to stick to can he get that across to the players I don't know only them in the dressing room will know that is I've been a part of it where it's not going great and you just go off into your own little, say, friendship bubble or whatever and have a, a bicker about what the manager's doing, what he isn't doing, etc. So only them in the dressing room will know deep down whether they can get out of this mess. 
Now, Pep Guardiola, Guardiola, has been speaking to the media ahead of Man City's game against West Brom tonight. Live and exclusive on TalkSport 2. Pep labelled West Brom boss Big Sam Allardyce a genius. And if you don't believe me, here's your proof. Not easy to take over a team during the season. But against Wolves, against uh, Liverpool, against uh, some other clubs, get get uh, a good result. In the past, uh, West Bromwich uh, draw here in the Tegata Stadium, draw against Chelsea. Sam Allardyce is a, is a genius to, to take this teams when everybody believes it's it's over and, and get results. And quite rightly too, it is all about Sam Allardyce for a few minutes because these coaches and managers that don't last long these days in any league. And what happened once, twice, three times, you can say okay it's lucky, but it's not the case because I've done I don't know how many times. Now, the England captain, Joe Root, has been speaking to the media after beating Sri Lanka by six wickets to win the second test and claim the series 2-0 in Gaul. We'll hear from Root very shortly, but we start with Darren Goff heaping praise on the skipper. Absolutely out of this world. Let, let's be honest, in this series, if he wouldn't have played the way he had, I think we'd have struggled to win it. But Joe Root, a double in the first test, and 186 in the second test... It's just big numbers. It's massive, massive numbers in those conditions, in that heat, humidity, everything that goes with it, to bat like he has done. Fantastic leader, fantastic player. Uh, and he's, he will no doubt be England's record run scorer of all time. The holes and Root goes back and he edges the ball to the third man boundary. Little leap in the air, a big punch of the right arm and fist. Now the challenge is to replicate over and over again as a team. We've got to look at this as a, as a platform, as a starting position and, and not be happy with what we've achieved. We've got four very important games against a, arguably the best team in the world in their own conditions. We're, we're going to have to play right at the top of our game to, to win out there, but you know, we couldn't be in a better place to, to, go, and, to go and challenge them. Now, that, that really excites me and it should excite the rest of the group as well. This is TalkSport Daily and I'm Laura Woods. And don't forget TalkSport 2's exclusive coverage of England's Tour of India starting on February the 5th. That's next week, gang. Set your watches. And we finish with my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, alongside the fun boy, Jason Cundy. We don't know what's happened at the training ground. There's all sorts of rumours knocking about, which there, which there is when there's a manager. Mm. You know, if you're not in the team, you're not going to be happy. Oh, you're not going to be Mr Happy. You're Mr, Mr. Mr. Grumpy. Grumpy. Mr. Yeah. And I think there was a few Mr Grumpies at the training ground. Yeah. You're trying to think of other <laughs> ways to say grumpy, aren't you? <laughs> Mr. Mr Miserable. Is that, is that, are we making these up now? I, know, I don't I know. Are we, we making, now? are we making these up? We're we now. All of these, all, all these are genuine. Mr. Jelly? Mr. 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 What was the triangle one? There was one that was triangle shaped. Was he green? It? Yeah, I think so. What was he? Mr. Square. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Mr. Impossible? Mr. Impossible, yeah. That's you. Thanks very much. Mr. Mr. It's impossible. Well, impossible. All right. You'd be Mr. Rounded, you would be. <laughs> that sounds wrong. Some Mr. Men music. Mm. I don't know how we've got into Mr. Men, but we have. What years do you reckon Mr. Men? Roger Hargreaves was the first Russell, Har- Russell Hargreaves, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, what year do you reckon it came out? I'm going to go. I'm going to go early 60s. I'm going to go no, 62. Late, late 71. So, was it? Okay. I've got a list of all the. I'm not going to go through the characters, but there's quite a lot of characters in there the are. Mr. Men series, isn't there? They, then they. Um, I believe that there, there are some ones for adults. Aren't they? Oh, the, like the naughty Mr. ones. A couple of naughty ones, oh, yeah. Aren't they? Like Mr. Drunk. I think. Oh, okay. That aren't kid friendly. Not naughty ones, but not kid. Like what else? Mr. Mr. Punchy, I think. What does he do? Don't know. Right, Mr. Yeah. Mr. What? Mr. Fight. Yeah. 
What would Alan Brazil be if he was a Mr. Man character? Mr. Space Hopper Head. <laughs> <laughs> for another podcast let me tell you about some live football are coming your way tonight at 6pm on TalkSport exclusive to us you can hear live comms of Newcastle against Leeds and at the same time 6pm over on TalkSport 2 and also exclusive live commentary of Palace against West Ham then we've got two more games coming at you like Cleopatra both at 8.15 on TalkSport exclusively to us it's Southampton against Arsenal while over on TalkSport 2 again exclusive you can hear how Man City get on away at West Brom I'm back on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar tonight from 10pm, taking your calls with the fun boy Jason Cundy after those matches. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. Until then, thanks for downloading, thanks for listening, and above all, be safe, everyone, be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.